welcome to the Duke and Boy Show. This is the boy, joined as always by the Duke. Yes, you are. Gogi is here as well. Hi. Gogi's a little under the weather, so I'm going to try to just have a great show for you. That's what we're going to try to do. For once. Um, I should mention that uh, you could find our show on iTunes. Subscribe. You could. Well, you couldn't last week. Well, I'll get to that. Um, okay. We will, you know, uh, on Twitter, at Duke and Boy, if you like the Duke and Boy show. Um, now, a lot of people have been asking me, Duke, I'm yeah. sure you're getting the same. Yeah. Where have you been? Oh, that's the question you're getting? Yeah. No, I'm not getting that at all. I, I, somebody... Gogi, can you shut the fuck up, please? I think I saw a message where they were like, hey, where are you at? You know, something something like that. What are you on, black Twitter again? (laughs) It's pretty funny. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. Uh, We haven't had a show in a couple weeks. Yes. And uh, I think everyone knows why. It's because it's... We ran out of things to talk about, I think. No, basically, it's Donald Trump was elected president, uh, and we've been 900 feet under the Earth's core in a bunker, uh, waiting it out, but just ran, we just ran out of supplies. Is that why? Yeah. So, just <laughs> Gogi's in complete agreement. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, it's, we're back. I enjoy these mole men here at the center of the Earth. <laughs> it's much safer. Uh, almost as safe as a... Performance of Hamilton. Ho, ho. <laughs> That's wow. Burn. Boring. <laughs> no, and I don't care. <laughs> What's all this? Is? Boring. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm out. All right then. <laughs> kind of like that. It's kind of. <laughs> Can we end our show without everybody? Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right. Well, I, I don't know if you feel like doing this. What? But we could talk about the NFL. <laughs> Let's do it. Fantasy football. Um, I'm Right off the bat. Yeah. This season has been kind of a, a smorgasbord of shit for me. You use that word a lot, and I don't believe you're saying it correctly. Smorgasbord? I don't think I've ever used that word in my Schmor- life. It's a smorgasbord. No, uh, I think yeah, it's smorgasbord. No. I think, I think it's bored. I'll I'm half up. German. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the... Authority on this. Okay, I, I, I guarantee you're wrong. And he sounded like the Swedish chef when he said it. Smorgasbord, smorgasbord, You're definitely wrong, but I'm just going to leave that. Yeah. All right. Um, you well, know, either way, well, my, my point being is that this whole season has been kind of a, like a mess. It's been right. a disaster. No one's really kind of caught fire and stayed consistent all year. Right. Uh, with the exception of maybe five guys total. So it's like this, and this week kind of emphasize that for me. Uh, arguably the worst week in fantasy football I have ever had in okay. multiple leagues. So you're taking it very personally? Extremely personally, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you noticed, uh, Gronk did not play this week. No, well, Gronk was out. Josh so Gordon is out. You know you don't have a tight end or a receiver in 99% of your leagues. Kristen Michael was not active. Right. So ro- before the game start, but, but Robert Turbin scored a touchdown this week. Oh. Look, I hate to tell you I told you so, but I told you so. I knew it was going to be a factor at some point. Well, terbs. <laughs> Our terbs. Let me just say this, though. Um, it is, what is it, week 12? Yep. What, week 12, we're going into We're it. coming into week 12. Okay. Yeah. Look, if, if you're, <laughs> at this point. I'm sorry. At this point, if you're looking for fantasy advice, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, first of all, if you're looking for fantasy advice from us, 
I don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, when, when it comes to Dynasty Leagues... Right, Duke is awful. There may not be a worse person at Dynasty Leagues than me. Right. And it's actually an interesting point. I think we, we broached this topic with Nathan before, Nathan Powell, uh, the Dynasty guy. But um, it's interesting how the dichotomy of, of Dynasty Leagues wow. and Fantasy Football Leagues... Would you find an encyclopedia over the weekend? That's a T-word. Right? It's not bad. If only you could get smorgasbord. It's bored. It's bored. Thank you. you. By by the way, you mentioned SATs. My SATs were awful. Yeah? Shock of the day. My SATs were awful. Which were worse? The reading or the math? Which was worse? Do you remember? Um, What's D? All of the above. Really? uh, The reading was probably fine. I I can read. Okay. But the math... Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I did well in my SATs. Yeah? Did you really? What'd you get? Uh, 1310. No, you didn't. You're a dickhead. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah. He's like a delicate genius, this kid. You know? He's smart, but he's like kind of stupid as well. He's he's smart, but he lives under a bridge. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that like movie with Joe Pesci where he's a homeless guy, but he lives next to Harvard, <laughs> so he's really smart. Who's <laughs> that guy? <laughs> yeah, I didn't do well. See, you, I asked you what you, what you had, yeah. and you came right out with it. Yeah. Because I'm proud of it. Yeah, if you asked me, I would, I would be very hesitant to say it. So I'd now probably need at least a, a drink. Now we need to know. I really don't remember mine. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. It was. It was. It wasn't good. Do you was your score higher than the amount of yards that Todd Gurley has this season? Yes. Okay. Is it higher than the amount of yards that Zeke Elliott has? Which is what? I don't know. It's over a thousand. <laughs> no. Okay. Was it no. over eight hundred? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the 8 to 10 range. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. Okay. And I don't consider myself a stupid man. What college did you go to? Um, it's <laughs> it's a very well-known, uh, acclaimed, yeah. critically, um, county United college. States. Oh, yeah. County college in in, uh, in New States. Jersey. Yeah. Probably one of the best. Harvard on the hill. Probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably one of the best in um, I know, know very the well. northern western district mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. the county we're in. Did you go there for a full semester? Uh, year and a half. Wow. Actually. And then what? Um, I got in some trouble with the law, oh, and the no. law won. Oh no! Yeah, it's actually a good story. It's it's actually not a good story. <laughs> it's not a it's not a great fantasy football story. Uh, so yeah, so that kind of deviated my lifestyle. I don't know how we got on this topic. I don't know. We I don't mind. There. We got there. We got. But there. the the point. What we were we talking about? I anyway? don't know. We can get back to it. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, what were we talking about? You guys were talking about uh, the, the dichotomy of, di- <laughs> of dynasty fantasy football and yeah. regular fantasy redraft, right? At odds with one another, with right. with at least the way I play, because right. we talked about this before. Like, I play a certain way that only works in redraft, and in dynasty, it does not work at all. And I can tell you exactly what that is. Look, and look, uh, the the reason that me and Duke enjoyed doing the show, as many people know is that we are very different in how we approach fantasy football. Yes, I'm good, and you're, <laughs> you approach it like you're going to be okay. bad. Um, I consider myself a tremendous drafter. Wow. Um, that's, yeah. a, that's a large word for uh, something that may or may not be true. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm very, good, I'm very good at drafting a team. Okay. But my problem is uh, get very... I like to stand with what I right. have. The Dukes, but see that that can work for you in Dynasty, right? Which it, it I do pretty well in Dynasty. It's not bad. <clears throat> the Duke, his roster is always fluid. Yes, always, ever changing. Like, honestly, you know, in most leagues, the trade deadline is over or it's fast approaching. 
like I you have nothing to do now. Um, no, that's not true. Waiver. Yeah, I'm I'm very very active on uh, the waiver wire free agency pickups. I always lead a couple leagues and moves and stuff like that because I make moves, I make drops. But you can't do that in Dynasty. You can, but now, the well, players are done, shit. You've done it. But the players are shit. It, like, honestly, if you go through, like, the top players in the league, like, you have had them at some point, and you don't have them anymore. Yeah, but that that's all coming back full circle now. We're talking about, like, this particular season, this particular week. It's like, in redraft, you can still always get better. You're in week, going into week 12. There's things you can still do, even with the trade deadline passing for the majority of leagues. There's still stuff you can do. But in Dynasty, you're kind of screwed at this point. You know what I mean? You kind of you, you put it out there, and this is what you got. Yep. You know, and it's like you kind of been sucking it up since about week eight or week nine. Players that suck, they suck. You can't do anything with them. You just kind of eat it the whole year. But, uh, you know, in redraft this year, it's been very vexing for me. I haven't been a fan of this year. There's been a lot of – we were talking about this before the other night, how there's not a lot of consistent top-flight guys week in, week out. There, There's a few. Well, the interesting thing – is the consistent top flight guys has not been at receiver, which is what I think a lot of people expected. It's actually been uh you could point to a trio of running backs. That that's interesting too, now that we talk about it, is because yeah. I mean, the draft drafting this year, what was the talk this year? Like running backs are Zero going RB. away. Zero, Zero RB. RB running backs yeah. are going away. You can, they're dime a dozen. <clears throat> they don't last. Okay, well, since you're mentioning it, yeah, uh, I, I this is actually something I wanted to get into and talk about. Um, when you went into the season, there was the zero RB thing, and uh, I said it a lot during the off season that every running back at the top of you know the draft list had question marks. You know whether it was Le'Veon Bell with the suspension, uh, Zeke Elliott being a rookie, uh, Jamal Charles coming off injury, Todd Gurley. With a rookie quarterback, yeah, uh, a, a bad offense. There was all these question marks, and uh, a lot of them, I think, have been answered. And I think next season redraft is going to be very interesting because I think if I were to draft right now, I think the top three picks would be running backs. I well, know that for a fact. You're talking. I mean, at least from my well, you're talking David Johnson. You're talking Zeke Elliott. You're talking Le'Veon Bell. Yes, not in that order, but yes. <clears throat> uh, my order would be, I know, I know we vary on this, but mine would be David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott. Uh, the, just the Zeke Elliott, just because of the lack of production in the passing game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I think next year we're looking at a different issue with Carson Palmer, uh, probably not playing in Arizona next year the way he's played this year. That's going to affect David Johnson tremendously. And I think that next year, I think if nobody gets suspended, Le'Veon Bell, yeah, uh, or Zeke for that matter, <laughs> yeah. Um, but if I, I would probably go Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, and then David Johnson. And you know, it is a complete change from this year. Where, uh, and, and it's kind of crazy because if there was a running back going first overall, granted, some people would take David Johnson first overall. Um, not many though. Uh, the guy a lot of people would consider to be the best running back going into the year, has been awful. He's been arguably one of the worst as far as starters go, consistent starters in fantasy football. Todd Gurley is at a point now where, I mean, I've played teams that have him on their bench. Yeah. Uh, that's where what it's gotten to. Yeah, it's it's really odd. When you look at guys that were drafted in the first two rounds in August and you have guys like Todd Gurley, who is 
approaching unstartable. I mean, he had a good game this past week, but it wasn't even a good game. He got in the end zone. He scored, but I mean, if you got a, if you got a touchdown out of your running back, you're happy. But uh, I mean, if it took ten weeks to get you that that decent game, you're probably not looking at the playoffs right now. So I mean, just looking down the future, you know, guys like Todd Gurley, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Brandon Marshall. Are these guys that are not even on the cusp of the third round next year? You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're, you're drafting for the hope that they get better. Right. When it may not get better. See, now, just looking at some stats here, Todd Gurley is the running back 18. And that is, I mean, you're talking about a guy who... Has, I'm not going to lie. That, that's better than I thought it would be. Well, he's been healthy <laughs> all yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> he's played every game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not good, but let me take this opportunity to kind of go over some of the guys that are in the top 10 and uh, just get your take on their season so far and, uh, looking towards next season. Right. Uh, right off the bat, the number one running back in fantasy right now is David Johnson. Uh, we talked about him a little bit. Mm. Uh, that's something we'll talk about during the off season if Carson Palmer does leave, but he has been everything that... You could have hoped for and more. At this point, right now, knowing what you know and knowing how they're each being used, would you rather have a guy like David Johnson or a guy like Demarco Murray rest of the season? Uh, David Johnson. There, you wouldn't even consider that. No, I think David. I think right now David Johnson is the best player in fantasy football. I agree with that, but okay. I, it looks like Carson Palmer is getting worse as the season goes on. Yeah, but their their opponents are getting worse as well. They got a lot of a pretty shitty games coming up. So David Johnson is going to be asked to shoulder a lot more of the workload. I'm not worried about it. No? No, not at all. Uh, you mentioned DeMarco Murray. He's the number two running back in fantasy right now. Yeah. Uh, look, both me and you were – and let me just mention, he has played one more game than uh, just about everybody else on this list. Okay. Um, going into the season, me and you were both pretty high on him. And when I say pretty high on him, I mean – as a second-round running back. We both thought he was a low-end RB1. Yeah, we thought he would, he would be a top-10 running back, yeah. more towards the bottom. But uh, right now, 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns rushing. And, of course, the involvement in the passing game, 40 catches, 268, and three touchdowns. Yeah. All, even has a passing touchdown. Uh, so he's accounted for 12 touchdowns. Just a great bounce-back season. Derrick Henry has not been a factor. Not at all. Much to my chagrin. Not been a, not uh, been a factor, however... Uh, when he has gotten in, he's made. He's made. He looks good. He looks, good. He looks, he looks really good. good. He looks really so, good. I mean, that's but, a that's like a you talk about dynasty guy. Well, oh, oh, I, I completely agree with the, you. The entire Titans offense is much much better than I think anybody really thought. Even a guy like Rashard Matthews is uh, really coming on. Delaney Walker's been great. Well, DeMarco, it's all about Marcus Mariota. Yeah, man. and we'll talk about Mariota a little later on. But let me just keep going with the running backs here. Uh, the number three running back Zeke Elliott. He's over 1,100 yards. He's got nine touchdowns rushing. Uh, they, not tremendous in the past game. No, he's got 22 for 280 and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, not. I mean, it's that's, it's not that's Alfred okay. Morris numbers, but it's yeah. it's just okay. When you got a guy like you know Le'Veon Bell's over 50 receptions, he played in seven. He's gonna games. end up like Adrian Peterson numbers. You know, like he's yeah. not gonna catch a ton of balls, but he'll get he'll catch probably 20, 30 passes a year. And that's the reason I ha- I would have Bell and Johnson over him. Uh, certainly. I have him as the third running back, you know, nothing to sneeze at. I think he's been very impressive behind a really great offensive line. I think everything that was said in the offseason is absolutely true. Yeah, it, it's just coming to fruition. And yeah. 
Uh, if you got thank Z- God, one thing came true this yeah. year. Uh, now, and we're right back to something a little unexpected. And this is actually kind of funny to me because last season, last off season, there was a lot of talk in dynasty dynasty circles that some people preferred Melvin Gordon over Todd Gurley, and it was laughed at last year. Yeah. Now you flip it over on its head. <laughs> Crazy. And Melvin Gordon is looking like the better player. I mean, Melvin Gordon, 838 yards. He's got 11 total touchdowns. Like, he's scoring touchdowns at a crazy rate. Yeah. Um, And the thing, he's... Now, I think... I, we're, we're looking at this through rose-colored glasses a little bit because Danny Woodhead got hurt. Sure. There's literally nobody else taking carries away from Melvin Gordon. He's the guy. So he's getting a tremendous workload. He's held up, which has been amazing, too. Um, because last year, you know, he battled injuries all last year, but with him, he's scoring touchdowns, but his yards per carry are not great. Uh, but he is involved in the pass game, which is covering up a lot of ills. Now, do you kind of lock him in as the, the running back four going into next season? Is there, I mean, do you have Murray over him? I, I think if, if Murray finishes the season healthy, I, I don't think there's any way he's not a top five running back going into next year. But you could see people shying away from him just based on the fact that they look at him as older and they look at him as... I'm going to look at him like uh, how people drafted Adrian Peterson this year or last year. Maybe more last year. Okay. You know, just just because, yeah, he was older, but he was Adrian Peterson. You know, there was less of a worry about him because he was going to, he was supposed to be consistent. But if he finishes the season not being hurt, then I don't think there's any way DeMarco Murray's not a top five running back. Well, speaking of top five, it, it's really incredible. It, and I, I could say this. I think one of my favorite players in the NFL to watch is Le'Veon Bell. He's played seven games. He's already running back five uh, points per game. He's just uh, about a point behind David Johnson on the season. Just He's just good, man. He's a monster. He's just a great running back, dual threat. I mean, he has 53 receptions already. That's in, insane. In games. That is insane. Yeah. Like, this is a guy, he's he's going to approach 100 receptions in less than a full year. That is insane. Uh, he's just he's he's just incredible. He has to be the RB. He has to be the first overall pick next year. Uh, like, it would be between him and David Johnson, but I, I would probably lean Bell. Uh, if Johnson is, I mean, David Johnson right now has 12 total touchdowns. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, that's the one thing he hasn't been able to do so far this year. He's got three on the year. Yeah. Um, now, uh, what I find to be more interesting, because we could talk about the good running backs all day in the top three and the top four, but we're not, you know, breaking any news here Sure. with these guys. I find the next tier of running backs going into next year, probably early second round picks next year, maybe late firsts, to be very, very interesting. You know, there's guys like Lamar Miller, guys like Jay Ajayi, I mean, these are guys that before the season started were, you know, Lamar Miller was higher, J.J. was an afterthought. Yeah. And now we're looking at these guys being potential late first round picks. You know, I, I love them going into the future, uh, J.J. especially. Well, there's some guys here that are in the top 10 that I think will be shot away from next year. Uh, I think for good reason. Matt Forte. LeGarrette Blunt, yeah, Frank Gore. I mean, these are all guys that are having really good seasons, but 
uh, of course, they're on the older scale. Uh, Legarry Blunt in New England. You just, I mean, you're a Patriots fan. You know how things go there. Uh, Frank Gore is interesting because he, he's been good. And like, we go back to Dynasty for a second. That's kind of the other trap with Dynasty too. Is that you can have a very good player, and if they're an older player, let's say they have a career year. You know, like let's say you had Frank Gore this year. Okay, he was he 34 years old, mm-hmm. 33, whatever he is. Yep. Let's say Frank Gore finished the season with 1,800 rushing yards and 14 touchdowns. Tremendous year. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He will actually lose value going into next year based on his age alone. Yeah. Which is like, that's that's kind of the other thing is there's a ton of anxiety building up between when a player is going to fall off a cliff and what their age is uh, going into the following year, which is another problem I've been had in Dynasty as well. Well, yeah, and uh, I mean, we, we've talked about this in the past too, how... You know, and granted, it kind of came to be this year, but how Adrian Peterson was going to hit a wall at some point, and you know Jamal Charles was getting up there in age, and their value in dynasty just goes down and down. Yeah, and it's I, see, and that's another way that me and Duke differ here because uh, the Duke is always seems to be playing for the future, but if I'm in a dynasty league, I'm trying to win. You know, I'm trying to win this year. Well, yeah, that's kind of a dig. I, I don't think I'm playing for the future. I'm playing well, to win, but also don't want to get caught with my pants down around my ankles. I mean, you you. You had Calvin Johnson on your team, and then he yeah. left you hanging. Yeah. You know, if you maybe got out of the Calvin Johnson sweepstakes the year before. Well, even a better example, I have a dynasty league where I had Peyton Manning and Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but they helped me contend. So, you know, you, it's, you definitely got to keep a, a nice blend of older guys and younger guys. Um, let me. You want to move to the quarterback position here, Duke? Sure. And, Gogi, I want to ask you this. Yeah. I want to get you involved here. Get me involved. Get involved. I was looking at the top ten quarterbacks for this year. Gogi, do you know who the number one fantasy quarterback is this season right now? Matt Ryan? It is not. Really? He is number three. Huh. Right now. What week is it? 11? Going into week 12. Going into week 12. Um, So we've had 11 weeks. It's not. It's definitely not Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's for sure. <laughs> it is not Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, it's not. Um, I find it to be much more interesting, as opposed to who the number one quarterback is, to who the number four quarterback is. I don't know. Is it? It's. It's not Ben, right? No. Who the fuck I, is it? I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's Aaron Rodgers. Really? Shock. It is. Shock of the year. That uh, I have him, and I don't yes. Look, it, it, here's the thing with Rodgers. <clears throat> he has not looked himself. No. But, I mean, he's produced. He's consistently put up good points. 28 touchdowns. His defense is god-awful, so he gets in these shootouts now. He... They don't run the ball at all. <laughs> no, they, that's the other thing. They don't have a running back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't be complaining... If you have Aaron Rodgers, and people were earlier in the season, and he well, he doesn't look good, right? Well, he doesn't look. I mean, he gets there points wise. He but doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers, but how he's, he's putting there. up the numbers. Yeah, uh, the number two quarterback is Drew Brees. I said Matt Ryan. Really, that's that's surprising too. Yeah, uh, I said Matt Ryan number three uh, points wise. I no, this is the guy you want to talk about. He's played one more game than Matt Ryan, so that's the only reason I had him behind him. Yeah, but Marcus Mariota. Wow. Yeah. Um, is Brady in the top ten? Brady is not in the top 10. He, I mean, he's really low right now. Uh, just to give you his numbers, though, 
16 touchdown passes. He's got one pick. Right. And, ha- <sighs> and how many games he played? He's played in six games. Six games. That's insane. He's That's good. ridiculous. He's pretty how, good. Many, how many yards? How many yards? Uh, let me see. Brady's got uh, just shy of 2,000. In six games? Yep. That's ridiculous. It's nuts. It's the Tom Brady <clears throat> Fuck You Tour 2016. Dude, I love it. He's going to throw for 4,000 yards. I can't wait till I can't He's probably going to have Sunday. about 28 touchdowns. I can't wait till Sunday. <laughs> I can't wait till Sunday. Why? <laughs> Patriots, Jets. Oh, my God. He's going to have... You, you want to see the bloodbath? Oh. Jets I always can't play, wait it. Jets always play them tough, though. I can't wait. It's going to be five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. This is his five-touchdown game. Well, I'm well, what do you have last week? Four? Four. Yep. Yeah. He this, was the highest-scoring player in fantasy this past week. This of course is, he was. I played against him. Yeah, I remember yeah, I that. played against him, too. We're in a lot of leagues, dude. Get this, yeah. Five. <laughs> five scores. 380. The Jets are dumpster fire. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Live in person. Is Bryce Buddy gonna? Oh, you're gonna again? be there? No, fucking Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they're going they're back to Fitzpatrick. Fitz- Holy hell! <laughs> yeah, because they got twelve million dollars in his fucking. Yeah, back but pocket. that's no reason to. Throw of course him out not. There. But it's it's a business. Dude, they said that. Uh, I'm sorry. They said that Bowles. Right, they said that Bowles. Um, he's afraid if he starts Bryce Petty, that the rest of the team's gonna quit on him. <laughs> They're just not going to stop. Playing. But when Ryan Fitzpatrick throws it directly to the Patriots four times, they're going to keep oh, playing? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be amazing. How about Christian Hackenberg? What a joke that was. Fucking hack, dude. <laughs> I think he's going to be very good. Oh, shut up, dude. The fact that he's got to sit on the Jets bench. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Who are you learning from? Gino. Yeah. You learn more from DeMarco Murray throwing touchdowns. <laughs> now, let me, this is, I mean, we're talking about quarterbacks here. Dak Prescott is the number six quarterback in all of fantasy. Yeah. 21 total touchdowns. He's only got two picks on the year. He's legit. I, I mean, I, I, I would have liked to have Nathan Powell to talk Dynasty Slant. Maybe we could get him next week. But he has just continued to impress. I mean, you look a month ago, it was, wow, Dak Prescott's really good. And there were still people that were, including myself, that were, well, you know, he's a game manager, this and that. He's not that. What college did he go to? He went to Mississippi State. Okay. Do you think he's gonna? Um, he's, they're obviously getting in the playoffs. Do you think he's gonna? He's gonna do well in the playoffs. Or do you think he's gonna freeze up? I don't. If he does, I think it'll be because of the defense. I don't think he's. I just don't think he's affected. Really, I, I think he's one of these guys. That, Their style of plays is so much different <clears throat> than what these other rookie quarterbacks come in at. They just, oh, yeah. they just <laughs> dominate time and possession. Yeah, they run the ball. He makes. He doesn't make a ton of throws, but the throws he makes are high percentage throws. Yeah. He completes a lot of them, completes a lot of passes, he, and he just – it's safe football. It, it's safe football. They have – It's like gr- Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah. They have a gr- – Except Ben Roethlisberger was fucking awful this past week, by <laughs> no, the not, way. Not this week. I'm talking when he came in. Yeah, when he came in. Yeah, when I started him this week. Yeah, Sorry. He had a – he had a uh, he came into a, a really good team. Uh, Prescott's got a great offensive line. Yeah. He's got a great rookie running back. He's uh, – They got good linebackers, too. Yeah, I mean, you, you – you, I, you can't say enough good things about Dak Prescott right now. And the amazing thing to me is that you could say those fantasy-wise. You know, it's one thing to to be a good quarterback for your team. Yeah. Help your team out. Like, in, in real life, Teddy Bridgewater last year was an example. Stud. He was very good for the Vikings. He was not on the radar for fantasy. Well, he was on the verge of breaking oh, out. Oh, shut up. Until he got hurt. But <laughs> uh, another guy I want to bring up, just look really good this week, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he he looks good every week. Somebody needs to start believing in this guy. 
This is a guy. He's got 18 touchdowns on a year. Dude, total. he is a stud. He is a stud. You like that? Thank you. Yes, I do. He's a stud. Why? You like that? How come nobody believes in this guy? Seriously, why does nobody believe in him? He'll get he'll get paid this offseason. But they didn't pay him last offseason. Well, it was one good. It was one really good season last year. Okay, there's Brock yeah. Osweiler just got paid seventy two million dollars for not I'm even not, having one really. I'm good season. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I mean, pay the man. Well, you, Seriously, you're pay getting the man. very animated. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing him yelling at people on the side. <laughs> you see him yelling at that guy this past weekend. Yeah, he's yelling at the GM, <laughs> screaming at the GM. You, <laughs> you like that? Oh my god! Just pay the guy. Let him shut up a minute. <laughs> now, Gogi, I'll get you involved in this too. Okay. <clears throat> a couple. Let, let me give you a trio of quarterbacks. Okay, and they're all in a row here. You got Blake Bortles, Ugh. Jameis Winston, and Derek Carr. Mm. Looking at looking to next season. Yeah. I, uh, Bortles has been bad, but Bortles is not a number one quarterback next year. But the numbers he's putting up... I don't care. <laughs> the production is I don't there. care. If you're going to pick him next year, <clears throat> hoping he's your QB1 because he's going to get back-end <laughs> points in garbage time, no one's going to do that. Not with the depth of quarterback now. Okay, well, let's talk about the other ones. Jameis Winston. I know he's a guy that you've had all year. I like Jameis. Um, he's frustrating as all hell. Yeah. He really is. He throws it a lot. I don't know if they've only been throwing it a lot because Doug Martin's been hurt the last couple of weeks, but they throw it a lot. He throws the Mike Evans, which I love a lot, but I would still rather have Derek Carr over all three of them. Well, and let me bring that up. Derek Carr, Gogi, 2,800 yards, Whoa. 20 touchdown passes. Whoa. He's only got four picks. Ah. He is, I mean, every uh, he's another one. Every good thing that you hear about Derek Carr, it's, it's just. Well, what's the trend? All right, we look at Dak and we say, okay, <clears throat> good offensive line, good running game, good pass catchers. You know, he's got a chance. He's got a good defense. Yeah. Go to Derek Carr. Good offensive line. Yeah. Good pass catchers. Mm-hmm. Decent running game. Solid defense. Defense hasn't Recipe played as well, but... Uh, no, Dallas's defense has, hasn't been shut down defense. But no, the I point agree. being is it's keeping them in games. I it's agree. not losing games for them. Right. So it's it's letting them be successful. They're getting the chance to, to control time and possession a little bit. And, you know, somebody I'd like to point out in the Raiders is Michael Crabtree who doesn't always put up the big stats. Yeah. But he's just like a he's just a guy I would want to have on my team. Yeah, but like no, I'm not talking fantasy. I'm just talking real life football. Oh, you mean real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking fantasy. <laughs> okay, you you don't want to pay the price for Michael Crabtree. <laughs> I know in dynasty leagues he's been offered and and people have been looking for early second round picks and it's just somebody's paid a first. I saw on Twitter the other day and it's like I'm not there. I will never be there. Yeah. And well, and no. I, I trust me, I like Michael Crabtree. But I will never be at that point for Michael Crabtree. Understood. Let's shift it to wide receivers here. And this is uh, uh, Antonio Brown's the number one receiver in fantasy. By default. No, no by numbers. Well, uh, factually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you, explain that to me. What do you mean? Because with the exception of Mike Evans, there hasn't been a consistently good number one wide receiver week in, week out this whole year. Okay, well, in points per game, Antonio Brown's still the number one receiver in fantasy. Okay. What? I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. That, that's fine. I mean, I'll accept it. I'm just saying. Well, he's got, let's see, 12 more catches than Evans. He has nine less yards, and he's got one less touchdown. How does that add up? <laughs> it's just those catches. Uh, it's. I mean, it's close. Mike Evans is wide receiver, too. Yeah. Uh, Evans has been a stud. 
He's been really good. The whole, I mean, I think he's had one bad game all year. Now, Look at this. Evans he's is had a, a, <clears throat> he's had two kind of shit games. Maybe three. See, but that's the thing. The receivers, even Antonio Brown has had games this year that aren't Antonio Brown type games. Um, Mike Evans, though, is a guy who I, I think uh, most people expected to bounce back two touchdowns last year. Yeah. Uh, he's looked really good. Now, my question is looking to next year, where are you drafting Evans? Evans. Oh, my God. Is this, for, is this I, for real? I can't stop yawning. I don't know why. Um, probably the topic we're talking about, but wide receivers in fantasy football. Okay. Yeah. Um, we could change it to whatever you want. You want to talk about your SATs again? (laughs) No, no, I don't. Um, I think Mike Evans is bona fide first round pick next year. He should be in my eyes. He's competing for the number one wide receiver off the board. Really? Yes. Gogi. (laughs) Mike Evans, number one receiver off the board. I mean, competing. Competing. But what round is he going in? First. First round. You wouldn't take Mike Evans in the first round? He's, what he's done this year? What you're saying is you would take him fourth overall. No. What? Huh? I think there's at least four running backs I'd rather have over him. So you take him fifth overall? Uh, no. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, I might consider that. Okay. Like, I would take him over Odell Beckham Jr. I wouldn't. I would take him over... Would you take him over Antonio? I mean, let's just go through the list. Would you take him over Antonio Brown? That's what I mean. It's a toss-up. No. It's a toss-up with Julio, too. I would take Julio. You know, I mean, Mike Evans is on the verge of being one of the best receivers in the NFL, if he's not already. Okay. Like, think about it. He's getting pummeled with targets from Jameis Winston. More than any other wide receiver in the league. He leads the league in targets, yeah. Of course he does. Okay. Which has been the story throughout his entire career. Right. He's been targeted immensely by whatever quarterback is back there. Okay, but let me Jameis just... loves him everywhere. But let me just ask you this. Okay, Antonio Brown is second in targets. Yeah. He's been doing this for half a decade now. Okay. So what? What does that mean? So, first of all, you've never given Antonio Brown any... <laughs> you've never been a fan of Antonio Brown. Well, he's a shorter guy. <laughs> uh you know, but uh, Mike Evans is big red zone, red zone guy, big <laughs> sexy wide receiver. Yeah, man. two touchdowns last year. Okay, he big, had a bad sexy. year, man. All right, uh, Julio Jones, wide receiver three. He's a stud. Still, he's still got a problem with the touchdowns though. Uh, he's got five on a year, but he's over eleven hundred yards already. Let me ask you an honest question. <clears throat> yes, is Julio Jones a better version of Andre Johnson? Uh, Never had massive. I think he's had one massive touchdown year, which was last year, I believe. Correct. Would he have eleven last year? I thought he had more than that. Mm, I don't think so. Go, can we get a Hugo Jones update, please? Oh boy. <laughs> last year, I'll just get it for you. I got it right here. No, I don't. Yes, I do. He had last year. He, <laughs> he had seven touchdowns last year. He had ten touchdowns in 2012. That was 2012. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, he had eight last year. And that was his 10 was his max. Yeah, he had 1,871 yards. That's what it was. He had a ton of yards. <clears throat> and he's getting a ton of yards this year. That's, yeah. that's actually a pretty good comparison. Dude. It's it's interesting because he gets a lot of catches, yep. a lot of yards. Touchdown's not there. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, okay. You know, we liked Andre Johnson, but Andre Johnson was never a number one wide receiver, like the number one wide receiver. Like, Cal- wide receiver like, like Cal- how Calvin Johnson was 
like, oh, he's the best receiver. He's number one. Yeah, Calvin Johnson get 14, 15 touchdowns. Yeah. You know, and in fantasy, say what you want, but touchdowns are king. You know, that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, tough to bring up this guy, number four, A.J. Green. Uh, obviously got hurt this past week. I don't know what to expect from him for the rest of the season, but... um, I, I don't think he plays again the rest of the year. I mean, the talk is that he will, but uh, only four touchdowns on the year, but 66 catches. He's just about 34, 36 yards under 1,000. Uh, he had a great he had a great run here on a bad offensive team this well, year. Well, are you ready? Uh, did he die? Are you burying him? Or are we? Well, I'm... I mean, he's he, he's, he lived. Yeah. <laughs> did he? He's going to play again. Is he? Okay. Um, he's an older wide receiver. Well, and that, is A.J. Green old? Well, what is he, 29? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think he's that. 28, 29, something like that. But, uh, you know, it certainly takes a hit for next year. Yeah. Um, number five, Larry Fitzgerald. Just Yeah, you could throw that one out. Just keeps doing it. Uh, number six, Odell Beckham Jr. By default. What does that mean? That's the second time you said by default. He's Yo, had, he, what he's, does he mean by this? He's had one 50-point game this year. And a bunch of mediocre shit. Okay, Julio Jones had a 50-point game, too. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. So, by default. What does that mean? Explain by default. I just... You don't even know what that means. I'm not buying Odell Beckham. You got a 450 on your SATs. No, it was better. It was definitely better. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not gonna I think ar- you get 450 just for writing your name, don't you? <laughs> I'm not going to argue about Beckham. Whatever. He's a top-five receiver. He still is. So, yeah. uh, T.Y. Hilton... Uh, Mike Evans or Odell Beckham Jr.? Rest of career. Odell Beckham. Come on. For Come rest on. of career? Dude. Mike Evans is younger, just, by the way. You're, you're talking about like a two to three year oh, difference. Two to three year difference? Yeah, aren't they? They came out in the same draft. Mike Evans is a, almost a year younger. <laughs> you're right. They did. Jesus Christ, dude. They did come out in the same what draft. What show are you on? I'm on this awful show. Let me just say, Gogi, kind of speak with you because I can't talk to this guy. Hey, what's up, what man? What did Odell Beckham just do? Not this past week, but the week before. He did a lot. He's been doing very well. The what fast- did he do this past week? Excuse me. Excuse week? me. Excuse me. The fastest to 3,500 yards in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 31 career touchdowns in 36 career games. Wow. Got st- he's got his stats like here. But. But. You, oh, you think that he's going to have better stats in the rest of his career than Mike Evans? <laughs> what kind of question is I that? I think Mike Evans will be better. Why? By default? Yeah, by default. Do you believe in Jameis Winston more than you believe in Eli Manning? I believe Jameis Winston right now is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Wow. Right now, and he will only get better. Okay. Um, look, I'm not going to argue this, but Mike Evans is a very good receiver. He, But there's been receivers like Mike Evans. Odell Beckham is something different, and he's something special. That's it. Really? Yes. So if he gets yeah absolutely if he has if he has four more touchdowns sorry if he has four more touchdowns he'll have double digit touchdowns all three years yep that he played okay that's 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 a lot okay don't don't give me those beady ass eyes well, I'm, I'm just it, it it's but you say these things like and and I say I think Beckham's going to be better the rest of their career Odell Beckham he's been the best receiver through three years of any receiver ever and you. Oh, you're going to pick Beckham over Mike Evans? Yes, I'm going to pick Beckham over Mike Evans. Well, I wasn't so much uh, balking at you picking Evans over or Beckham over Evans. It was the speed in which you did, which I have a problem with. I think there, I think there's a lot more thought okay, that needs to so be put into l- it. So let me. His I'll, career average is almost 100 yards a game. Exactly. Let me just. What's up with the career average shit? What about this year? 
He's been bad. He's been bad. He's been the number. He's been the sixth best wide receiver. He's been bad this year. Oh, get it, dude. (laughs) He's been bad. Okay, let's look at it like this. Who's had the better career so far, Mike Evans or Odell Beckham? Uh, Odell Beckham. Who's the better receiver, Mike Evans or Odell Beckham? Mike Evans. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. No, I don't think so. Yes, yes. Odell Beckham is a shorter guy. Okay. All right. Uh. I would end the show, but I think it's pretty short, so let me just talk about a couple more things here. Jesus Christ. Don't talk about what I think you're going to talk about. Are you going to bring up tight ends right now? No, I'm not going to. Do you really want to talk about tight ends? Tight end this year has been atrocious across the board. I'm starting CJ Fedorowicz in more than one league. That's all you need to know about tight ends. Unbelievable. It's an unbelievable year for tight ends. Can I just bring up some receivers that I think are interesting? Okay. That aren't named Mike Evans. Uh, Mari Cooper. Dude's a beast. He hasn't gotten in the end zone much this year, but he's a guy who... What is he, four touchdowns? He's got three touchdowns. But I, I, I talked to you last night watching Mike Evans, uh, watching Mari Cooper score about Mike Evans last year with the low touchdowns. But Mari Cooper's a beast. He, he's pretty good. He's going to be... He, a, he should be a top five receiver going into Yeah, this but year. what's always going to limit him, he's not like a... He's not an elite number one. I, why? He's, a, he's more of a possession receiver type guy. No. He's more of no. a Larry Fitzgerald. No. Then say, have you ever watched him? No, I've never watched Mari Cooper play. Uh, no, I'm who honestly is he? asking. Who is he? What, what team? I'm honestly asking you because I don't. He's a possession type receiver. No, he's not. He is. He's not a big red zone guy like Mike Evans. <laughs> like now, it's just annoying. Who's better, Odell Beckham or Josh Gordon? Go ahead, just get it out of your system. We know. We know. No, Odell Beckham's better. Who's better, Mike Evans or Josh Gordon? Mike Evans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just lost the argument with that, <laughs> that overtly pregnant pause. Let me bring up a couple receivers that have sucked dick all year. Why are you gonna say it like that? By the way, because they're really they're trying their hardest, man. And and Gogi, I hate to do this. Maybe earmuffs. Uh, Allen Robinson. Ugh. Ugh. And friend to, of the show. To be friend of the show. To be honest, he's actually coming on of late. No, nah, he's scoring. He's the receiver twenty. I mean, all he's doing is scoring. Yeah. I mean, I know he had 100 yards this past week, but besides like one or two games this year, he's been awful. And it, it, it's it's one of those DeAndre Hopkins situations where he's completely tied to Blake Bortles, and he's just sinking his value. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. I mean, and it's so hard to bench him. It's so hard. You yeah. can't. It's like having Todd Gurley. It's like it's you're not going to bench so him. Fucking hard to bench. <laughs> but every week you Alan want Robinson. to, because because you know that you do, and he's going to just. He's going to just drop well, and fucking 25 points. Like, a per- perfect example, you had DeAndre Hopkins on your team. Yeah, and I just traded him to you this morning for Michael Thomas. Yes. But, I mean, how many weeks during the season this year did you go, should I sit DeAndre Hopkins? I couldn't do it. You could never do it? No. But every week he burned you. And it's funny, too, because DeAndre Hopkins, like, really just burst on scene last year. Yeah. Like, it's not like a guy who, I don't know, but, uh, and you know what kills me, too? And I'm not a projections guy, but it's really tough to not look at it when all these sites put it up there. Like, when you put your starting lineup in and you look, it looks nice when it's like DeAndre Hopkins 12.5 projected. Yeah. And, like, you know he hasn't reached that in, like, eight weeks. Right. But you're like, oh, that looks nice. I, I we're, in, we're Me and you are in a, uh, a Yahoo League, 
And I happen to have JHI in that league. <laughs> and he's projected for 26 points. Yeah. He might get it. He might get it. He might not. He probably won't. But it's always fun to see that. But, yeah, I mean, guys like Hopkins, guys like uh, Allen Robinson, wow. Now, two things could happen here. Number one, uh, next year, people look at Allen Robinson and DeAndre Hopkins, and they say, I am not touching those. Or they go, Allen Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins, I could get them later. I think the earliest either of them go next year is a third-round pick. And I would take Robinson over Hopkins. You would? Yeah. Now, I, I know there's a lot of people, especially on Twitter, um, that would not agree with you. And give me the reason. I haven't seen Twitter, so. Um, well, I'm, I, I'm not no, I'm you, not one of them. No, I'm uh, you know I'm an Allen Robinson guy, but um, DeAndre Hopkins is beloved in the, especially Dynasty fantasy football community. But um, he's done it with a lot worse quarterbacks, which makes this year even more vexing. Can I say something? Yeah. And I said this to you last night. Brock Osweiler is officially my least favorite player in the NFL. I hate that guy. He is awful. It's pretty bad. He is awful. It's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. I, I can't watch it. If I was a Texans fan, I don't know what I would do. He, look, and, and I'm, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a very talented receiver. I think he could be one of the five best receivers in the NFL. But he was doing better with Brian Hoyer. Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, TJ Yates. He was doing better with those guys. Yeah. Brock We're, Osweiler, seventy-two million dollars for garbage. It's shocking, and I don't know if it has something to do with the play calling or if it's just all on Osweiler. But I don't. I don't understand the drop. But it's not going to matter. If I'm talking about next year, no one's going to give him the benefit of the doubt anymore because why? You're not going to spend a, a second-round pick on a guy like what he's done this year, which is what three touchdowns. Yeah, now let me just say, too. 500 yards, 3,000, uh, whatever it is. Al Robinson, I believe he's fourth in targets in the NFL. Hopkins is top 10. I think he's got... Hopkins, I think, has 95. I actually... Um, Robinson, I think, has got 104. I just let, let, me, let me... Let me... I'm going to hit you with a very interesting stat. Yep. Um, that I just saw today, and I'm sorry, this is slowing things down a little bit, but... Yeah, you're killing me. Okay, this is from Graham Barfield on Twitter.com. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is on pace for 864 yards mm-hmm. on 152 targets. It would make him the third wide receiver to have 150 plus targets and fewer than 900 yards all time. So he's on a top three pace to be the least effective wide receiver in the history of the NFL. Well, let, let me say this. Hopkins has 50 catches on 95 targets. That's, I, I mean, I know you're not great What, at what they're calling targets is like anything near him. Meanwhile, okay. it's not catchable at all. Okay. But that's, uh, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that's just over 50%. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Uh, let me take a look, at, since I'm here, let me take a look at Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, and I'm assuming it's going to be <laughs> pretty similar. Uh, Allen Robinson is a, at exactly 50%, 51 of 102. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put the blame on the quarterbacks for this. Granted, but we, it's not getting better well, is the problem. Well, hey, hold on. Next year, Blake Bortles will be there. Next yes, year, Brock hold, Osweiler hold will be hold there. Time out. Let me just – I think we could all agree that Blake Bortles is better than Brock Osweiler. 
I don't know if that's true. I mean, look, say what you want about Blake Bortles, and he's been awful, but right now he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Okay, yeah. He is. By default. Yeah, that I'll give you by default. The other ones, I don't <laughs> yes. know what you meant. Yes. But by this one, by default, Blake Bortles is a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Okay. So he, I knew I would hit it. He's going to put up numbers. We knew that Allen Robinson was going to have a very tough time matching his numbers last year. Oh, the touchdowns. The touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. We, yeah. We knew that was going to be really tough. Uh, he's got six right now. Yeah, it's a down year. If he finishes with eight, you know, it, it, now it's the yards. Now the problem is the yards. Yeah. And he may end up with eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns, but he's, uh, what is he, 800 yards, something like that? Right now? Yeah. No, I think he's under 600. Wow. He's got 567. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's he's literally got, he's basically DeAndre Hopkins with three more touchdowns. Can I just tell you right now that Pierre Garçon has more yards. Wow. So does Brandon Marshall. These were oh, first round. Going. These were first round. Dude, picks. Alshon Jeffrey has more yards. These were first round <laughs> picks. <laughs> it's crazy. That's wow. another guy. Who? Alshon. Alshon B. Marsh. Alshon going to another team next year. Yeah. Probably. Uh, it, dare I say, this is the worst contract year from a player in modern NFL history. How? Would you explain this. What do you mean? Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. What about him? He's in a contract year this year. Yeah. He's still going to get paid. He gets hurt? Yeah. He has, what, one good game? Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll still get paid. He's awful, and then he gets popped then for he gets PED. Popped for PED. That's the big, to me, yeah. that's the big thing. That's a huge red flag. Because um, now he's in the program. He gets yeah. popped again. He's out for a year. Well, and that's why, I mean, I know you've been through it with Josh Gordon. Uh, <sighs> Le'Veon Bell's got to worry you <laughs> a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> like, But the interesting thing is, is that from my understanding, and I could be wrong, but from my understanding... With the new uh, drug policy in the NFL, if you're clean for I think it's two years, your slate gets wiped clean. Yeah, he's still got two years to go. <laughs> well, I think it's it's from when you were reinstated into that time, so he's got about a year and a half. Okay, you see, he can still screw it up. Smoke weed every day. Uh, now let me just touch on. I know everybody wants to know about this. Uh, Matt Bryant's been the best kicker. Yes. Uh, how about Josh Lambeau's the third best kicker? Are we really having this discussion about <laughs> kickers right now? We're really doing this? He's actually tied for a second. That's pretty good. Uh, let me just... Let me, let, me, <laughs> let, me just, let me just give you a little tidbit. Yeah. Uh, we're in a league with my wife. My wife's in it as well. I get questions about titty fantasy bombs. football. Titty, titty bombs. bombs. I get questions about um, titty bombs as a squad yeah. um, all the time. Gogi, his wife's team name is Titty Bombs. Nice. She loves it, by the way. Um, we had a about a half hour discussion on whether she should pick up a second kicker for her team. Yeah, and it was Matt Bryant. Yeah, because somebody dropped Matt Bryant for his buy. Pick him up. I said, pick him up. <laughs> Hell yeah! You get a, the number one kicker for free. Yeah. Why would you not do this? Right. Turned into a thirty minute discussion about why she should do it. Yeah. And if she should drop, get this, get this, only because she's married to me, Tyler Boyd. Okay. I don't get that part. She had she carried Tyler Boyd, Boyd all year. Only because she's married to you. I don't get that part. Bad luck. She carried Tyler Boyd all year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Sucked. Did nothing all oh, year. He scored this week. First not only did he score this week, AJ Green now out for probably the year. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's not. Tyler Boyd is probably going to be the number one or two waiver wire pickup this week. So now Meh. she goes, 
You told me to drop him. Yeah. Now it's my fault because I told her to pick up the second her second kicker. Right. Now I'm the problem. Right. This is why I don't have sex, boy. Go this get, is my life. In a nutshell, get, this let, is my life. Let me tell you this just quick story. This is how we'll end the show. I'll just tell you this quick story. So I'm sitting home a couple weeks ago, and I get a call from Duke's wife, uh, who I've known longer than I've known him. Titty bombs. Titty bombs. Uh, she goes, like, like this was an actual conversation. She goes, I don't, I don't know what to do with, insert your name. I'm not going to. I don't know what to do with Duke. With the Duke. Like, as if their marriage is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> so right away, I'm like, ooh, let me, okay, let me, you know, go up in a quiet room. Like, I might have to, like, talk, console her. I don't know. Yeah. And she goes, he told me not to pick up James Starks. And do you know what he did? He went out and he picked him up. Mm. She was devastated. Wow. Like, flat out. The Your f- marriage was in trouble I, with the James first Starks. Thing, the first thing she said, she goes... Don't tell him that I called you. Oh. So right away, I'm like, this is serious. Yeah, I didn't get that from her. She never brought it up to me. Yeah, but... It's funny she brought it up to you. It happened. Your marriage is in trouble because of James So Starks. why would you tell her not to pick up James Starks and then you pick up James Starks? That's, that's messed up, dude. That's incredible. No, I think it was something weird. <laughs> yeah, a, you want to win. <laughs> no, no, it was a weird situation. Like, I didn't put a waiver claim in on James Starks. He was just available. And I go, well, if nobody's going to pick him up, <laughs> then I'm going to take him. Because I need him. By the way, this is a guy who last year literally just screwed his wife over with a trade. Whoa. Totally not true. True. What was it? I don't remember the trade. I remember the entire... I'm the commissioner. I remember the entire league messaging me. How did this trade go through? Whoa. And by the way, she was the number one seed. So. Okay. And he... who did you get? You took, remember the trade. Took her thought. You definitely remember. You remember it. it. No, no. You do. I it's, really in your, it's in your wedding vows at this point. <laughs> who did I get? Oh, I got somebody good. Yeah, yeah. No shit. You got somebody good, and you gave her somebody bad. I think I got AJ Green or something. Yeah, probably. Probably like AJ Green. You gave her like Willie Sneed. No, stop, stop. I, I gave her like it was like a three for one deal or something, and I got the one. Okay. And you guys all hated it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I still lost. She still lost. What the fuck's the difference? <laughs> so for the boy and for the Duke. <laughs> For Gogi, thank you. In all his glory, <laughs> I, I think Gogi feels better now. I hope so. I feel a little better. <laughs> My uh, look, we're gonna come back next week. Do you want to do the Kazi Awards next week? Let's do the Kazi Awards next week because I'm losing steam fast. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, next week, look, I'm not saying it's written in stone. Yeah, but there is a chance that we have a special guest for the Kazi Awards. Whoa! Leave it at that.